Welcome to the Health Coaches Classroom. I am your host, Emma Gould, owner and founder of the Mind Body Coaching Academy, where I certify and educate aspiring and current health professionals in the mind body approach to health. I teach them how to confidently dig deep with their clients, incorporate mindset work into their practice, and build the business of their dreams. This classroom will bring you weekly knowledge, empowerment, and the value-packed training that you need to own your passion, start coaching with confidence, and pursue your calling to transform lives. As your host, I am here to guide your journey to becoming the best and most confident health coach you can possibly be, and I can't wait to get the journey started. So let's go ahead and dive into the episode. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Health Coaches Classroom. I hope you all are having a wonderful day. So in today's episode, we are going to be addressing a question that I hear from health coaches all the time um, and really, a, I think, a common frustration that any health coach can really relate to. So this question is, what do you do when you have a client who is super resistant to taking action and actually following through on the steps that you've given them? And often what this kind of translates to is a coach saying, you know, I've given my client everything. I text them, I email them, I give them all these XYZ things to do and they don't follow through. And because they don't follow through, obviously they're not getting the results that they want. Maybe there's frustration. So all of this kind of boils down to this one idea of what to do when your clients are facing resistance. So resistance is kind of this blanket term that I love to use, but really what what resistance looks like is any time that your client is not showing up for what it is that they know they need to be doing, whether that's because you've given it to them or it's something that they've agreed that they want to do, but for some reason they're not showing up for it right? They're kind of leaving it in the background. Um, They're avoiding, they're making excuses, they're coming up with reasons why they can't do it, so on and so forth. So often what I hear from coaches is, how do I deal with this, right? It's super, super frustrating. You know that this person wants to reach their goals because they've probably expressed that to you and they've taken the massive step of working with you, right? Of paying you money to help them reach these goals, but there's something there that's keeping them from actually showing up for themselves. And so as coaches, we always want to know, you know, what are the methods? What are the action steps that we can take when we have a client who's dealing with this? And I will guarantee that this is the most common issue that you are going to face with your clients, the most common frustration because resistance is super, super normal. Anytime we are working towards something, whether it is fitness, life-related, anything, right? There is going to be reasons that we're going to face a little bit of resistance to wanting to move forward and take the actions that we know that we need to be taking. So really the first thing that we have to address is understanding why is your client facing this resistance in the first place. So I want to just put it out there up front that there is definitely a Um, myriad of reasons that this resistance could be being faced. And we're not going to go into all of the reasons today. We're going to focus on the main one because I find time after um, time and time again, whether it was in my own work with clients in the past or with coaches that I work with now who are struggling with this with their clients, it really boils down to one main thing. So when your clients are facing resistance, when they are not showing up, they're not following through on what it is that they say that they're going to do on the materials that you're giving them, what's happening most likely it's because they are having limiting beliefs that are holding them back now what are limiting beliefs because this limiting beliefs is kind of this term that gets thrown around in the personal development world um in the mindset world and sometimes it can be kind of confusing of like what does this actually mean so 
Limiting beliefs are beliefs that we have about ourselves. And I want to make the very clear point that oftentimes these limiting beliefs are subconscious. These may not even be beliefs that we are currently aware of. And this is one of the really, really, really important points for health coaches specifically to understand that a lot of times these beliefs that are causing this resistance for your clients, they may not even be aware that they have. So that's something just to kind of um, accept and help you to really move forward with this with love and compassion knowing that these beliefs that are holding your client back may not actually be something that they're aware of. So we'll get into the kind of steps in a few minutes of like the actual action steps and the methods behind how you can help your client work through this. So really at their core, what are these limiting beliefs? So the definition that I like to use and that you guys will see if you're inside of any of our programs um, is that limiting beliefs are these deeply rooted beliefs that we hold. Again, sometimes they're conscious, sometimes they're subconscious. And really the, the key feature of them is that they limit us in some way and in inhibit us from actually reaching our fullest potential. And when I say fullest potential, um, I mean that in terms of goals, in terms of our you know highest self, the way that we're showing up day to day, so on and so forth. And a lot of times they even inhibit us not only from reaching our fullest potential, but from working towards it in the first place. So limiting beliefs really inhibit us and they inhibit our self-worth, our motivation, and just our overall sense of purpose. So what I want you guys to get out of this is that limiting beliefs are these things that, again, sometimes they're even unconscious things that we are telling ourselves that really, really hold us back and they keep us from achieving our goals. And like I said, they often keep us from even working towards them. So for your clients specifically, when they're facing this resistance, often what's happening is that they have these thoughts that are going through their mind and they're telling them, you're not good enough, you're not able to do this. And every time that belief comes up, and often these beliefs are triggered by something specific, which we'll talk about in just a few minutes, is that oftentimes these beliefs, they they are holding them back from even taking that action, right? Maybe they're getting ready to go to the gym to get that workout in. And then these beliefs start coming in saying, well, screw that. You're not even good enough. Why would you even try? You know, so on and so forth. And what's going to happen is it's going to stop your client in their tracks. And it's going to give them to this point where they aren't following through. They're not taking the action. They're facing this resistance. So limiting beliefs really are kind of the root of what is happening when your client is facing resistance. Again, there kind of is other areas that this can spread into, especially if it has to do specifically with dietary stuff. There might be some emotional um, disordered eating stuff going on. There could be things specifically with body image, but in the end of the day, kind of all of those can boil down to these limiting beliefs as well. So if your client is facing resistance, number one thing to start working on with them is limiting beliefs. And I, you guys know that I always like to talk about kind of scope of practice and how this fits into the scope of practice as a health coach. So I want you guys to know that working on limiting beliefs with your clients is 100% within your scope of practice. This is not um, anything that is going to be really kind of harmful to your client in any way. Really all it's doing is opening up a conversation and helping them to bring awareness to the thoughts that they have about themselves that might be holding them back. So with that being said, now the question is, as a health coach, I know that my client is struggling with limiting beliefs. They're resistant to taking the action that they need to be taking. How do I help them overcome this, right? What are the methods? What are the steps? What are the action steps that I can take? So that's exactly what we're going to dive into right now. 
So when we're starting to work through limiting beliefs with our clients, the very, very first thing that we want to do is just start to bring awareness to the fact that there is a belief there that is holding them back. So often, like I said, these beliefs are not even subconscious or sorry, are subconscious. They are not things that are, your clients are actually consciously aware of that are, are happening or that they're saying to themselves. So we want to really start to address the situation and say, hey, you know, I noticed that you've been really resistant to getting your workouts in or I've noticed that you've been coming up with a lot of excuses why you can't do XYZ. Let's dig into that a little bit. What's coming up for you in those moments, right? What is happening? Help them start to just bring awareness to what is actually holding them back and awareness to the fact that they're being held back in the first place, right? I think a lot of times as coaches, um, we get nervous to call our clients out, right? We don't want them to feel bad. We want to be there as their cheerleader to support them. But a good coach is able to call their clients out when they're not doing what they need to be doing. And Um, Like I said earlier, you know, your clients have already done the hardest part, right? They chose to work with you. They paid you money. That's by far the hardest part, right? To get them to this point where they are dedicating themselves to this transformation. So your job as a coach is to call them out if they're losing that dedication, right? And you can even say to them, hey, like, I know you want to be here. I know you want this transformation because you paid me to help you get there, right? But then we have to say, but there's something that is holding you back, right? There's something that's keeping you. And I know, and you know that in order to reach XYZ goals, you have to do XYZ things. And if you're having resistance to getting there, let's dive into what that is. And oftentimes for your clients, this might take a couple of tries, right? So I always like to leave clients when I first bring this stuff up, we start to have a conversation and then I will always leave them to like, I want you to think about this over the next couple of days. I want you to kind of bring awareness to what, in these moments when you're feeling that resistance, I really want you to ask yourself, like, what am I thinking right now, right? What's coming to mind? So this is the first step. The second step that we're gonna go to, now that we've kind of brought awareness to the resistance, had your clients start to understand, we're actually gonna take some time to start defining what these limiting beliefs are, right? So we want your client to kind of take that time. And again, you can do this in conversation or you can have this do them on do this like on their own and just kind of write up a list of them for you. I've done that with clients before too. It just depends on the individual. If they're more somebody who likes to write things out or likes to talk things out, um, it'll just depend on, on what works best for them. But you want to now take the time to actually start defining out what are these beliefs. So the beliefs are maybe that no matter how much I exercise, my body's never going to change. No matter how I change my diet, I am never going to be able to stick with it because I'm addicted to sugar. Um, you know, whatever. There's there's all sorts of beliefs. And really the big thing here is to make sure that your client knows that there's no dumb belief, right? Anything that they feel is valid is, is you know, what they feel, right? There's nothing wrong about it. So it's just important to be honest, to bring out these beliefs. So help them to define these beliefs really nail down into short little sentences what these beliefs are that they hold. And if they're having trouble with it, um, you can break it down specifically to what they're having resistance towards. So, okay, I notice that you have resistance to exercise, right? What do you believe about yourself and your ability to exercise? What do you believe about yourself and your ability to reach goals? What do you believe about yourself and your ability to change your habits? So on and so forth. So once we've defined these beliefs, the next step is going to be to actually help your client understand where these beliefs came from in the first place and if anything, what might trigger them. So does getting ready for the gym trigger one of these beliefs to come on or does you know meal prepping trigger one of these beliefs? So understanding the triggers can be really important so that you as the coach can help them to maybe work around those triggers or work through those triggers. Um, so if it's getting ready for the gym, you know how can we change that routine so that way it's not something that brings up these negative 
negative beliefs for you. Um, and then the other part of this is understanding where these beliefs come from. So this is really, really powerful for your clients to not only understand that the belief is there in the first place, but where did this originate, right? Where did this come from? And I'll be honest, guys, sometimes there isn't an answer. Sometimes it's not clear cut where they came from, but I would really encourage you to encourage your clients to dig in and try to think, you know, is it something that they got told when they were a kid? Is it something that they heard their parents say to themselves? Is it something that their friends have said? Is it something that they heard about on the internet, right? Where did these beliefs come from that they believe that if they are, um, you know, unless they go on a harsh crash diet, right? They're never going to be able to change their body. Well, where did that belief come from? Is that because you've read all these Google articles that told you that, right? So we want to help them understand where these beliefs come from, because often when we realize where they come from, this is going to help us with the next step, which is kind of debunking them, right? And understanding what they're actually doing for us. So this brings us to our next step, which is asking ourselves, so now we know what these beliefs are, and where they come from, and maybe what triggers them. And now we're going to be asking ourselves, what do these limiting beliefs do for me? So this is the place where your client is going to have to get really honest for themselves, right? So this belief that I hold does this for me, right? This It holds me back from doing X. It keeps me from showing up for myself. It makes me feel bad about myself. It makes me not want to show up for myself. It makes me want to do engage in negative behaviors, right? That are, you know, go against my goals. Self-sabotage is a huge part of limiting beliefs. So we want to actually ask your clients, you know, what are these limiting beliefs doing for you? And the kind of differentiator here is that we want to break down these steps into the intent versus the reality. So the intent of this belief might be to do one thing, might be to, you know, try to kind of keep us safe, right? So that we don't push ourselves and then feel like a failure when it doesn't work out. But the reality is that it's keeping us up, it's keeping us from showing up in the first place. So in reality, what's it doing? nothing, right? It's not helping us with anything because it's keeping us from even trying. So we want to kind of help our clients to understand, you know, what does this limiting belief do for me? What is the intention behind it? What is it? Is it trying to keep me safe? Is it trying to keep me happy? Is it trying to keep me from feeling like I failed? And then what's the reality, right? What's it actually keeping me from doing? And this is kind of the, um, wake up moment for a lot of clients. And I've had some clients who've had major breakthroughs in kind of this work specifically, because a lot of times, again, these beliefs are subconscious. And so they don't even realize that, oh my God, you're so right. This belief that I hold about myself that I'm not able to change the way that my body looks, right? That is holding them back from showing up and actually trying in the first place, right? That's what's keeping them in the cycle of binge eating that they've been stuck in, right? And I'm just throwing out examples here, but I want you guys to realize that this work is super, super powerful because what it's going to do is it's going to open up your client's awareness to the fact that there's stuff that is holding them back that they may not even be aware of. So once we've helped them to kind of understand what these limiting beliefs are doing for them, how they are impacting their journey, their life as a whole, Now it is our time to start redefining what these beliefs are. So the next step is going to be to help your client to define the story that gets told around this belief and define how this story can be rewritten to actually empower them to move forward. So maybe the limiting belief that your client is telling themselves is that I am only able to be loved and accepted by the people around me when I look a certain way, right? This is a a limiting belief that I think is fair to say that a decent amount of people probably have. So 
we have to ask your client has to ask themselves, you know, okay, what is the story that gets told around this belief? So, well, I tell myself that unless I look like, you know, X so-and-so model that I am never going to be worthy of love. I'm never going to be worthy of people appreciating me, of people, you know, caring about me. So this is the story that we're telling ourselves. And then we have to say, okay, but how can I rewrite this to actually empower me to take action? So we can rewrite it and say, well, I continue to work on myself because I know that when I am the best version of myself, I become a better friend, a better lover, a better partner, whatever it might be. So all of a sudden we've taken this negative belief that we have about ourselves that I'm not worthy of love unless I look a certain way. And we've switched it to say, yeah, but when I work on myself and I put myself into a position where I'm trying to make myself better, what happens? All of a sudden I become a better friend partner and I become um, you know more open to more love to more appreciation to more respect and this belief is something that's going to inspire us to take action right instead of us saying well I'm never unless I'm you know look a certain way I'm never going to be worthy of love that doesn't want we don't want to take action on that right we want to go okay well like that sucks I'm just going to sit here and wallow in self-pity whereas when we flip it on its head and we say oh you know what I want to go out there and I want to feel, you know, I want to be able to show up as an amazing presence for other people. And I know that I have to work on myself to do that. And so all of a sudden, this is a new belief that we have that is going to inspire us to move forward and to take action. So now the final piece here to the puzzle uh, is going to be to formally take that original belief and rewrite it because the language that we use when we talk to ourselves whether it's in our side of our heads or out you know or on a journal or whatever it might be the way that we talk to ourselves and the language that we use is everything. So when we have this resistance, we really want to make sure that we're helping our clients to rewrite these beliefs. And instead of saying, you know, I'm only going to be able to be loved and accepted if I look a certain way, we're going to rewrite this. That when I, like we talked about in the last step, but we're going to kind of formally rewrite it, that I am more open to love and acceptance from others when I am living as my highest self, right? So this is our new belief. This is something that we get to now tell ourselves when we're in those moments where these negative beliefs are causing resistance we now get to walk through the cycle of saying hey you know what this is the belief that I'm holding on to right now we're gonna throw that one away and we're gonna tell ourselves this new belief so this is really the process the steps the method that you want to be walking through with your clients when they are in this position where they are facing this resistance, right? Where they're not taking the action, they're not following through, they're making excuses. This is the process that you want to walk through with them. And now on the other side of this, now there's going to be some daily practices that your clients can do to help continue to affirm um, these new beliefs. And I will tell you guys that oftentimes this process might span a couple of your sessions with your clients. And I would actually recommend that it does um, so that you're not trying to work through more than two or three beliefs each section, right? Because these are going to be, these are it's going to be like deep work right with your clients and this is going to it might stir up some emotion it might stir up some um you know hopefully it does stir up some thought to right and some some you know new awareness so we want to make sure that we're not overdoing it especially if your client realizes in this process that they have a lot of negative beliefs about themselves which a lot of us do most of us do so really taking the time to work through these finding which ones are impacting their journey the most um working on those ones first and then kind of using those to work on the other ones um, and oftentimes what you'll find is that there is going to be sort of a ripple effect in these in that as soon as you work on one it'll kind of like 
disprove some of the other beliefs that your clients has have um, as well about themselves. So don't be alarmed if you go to work on another belief and they're like, you know what? <laughs> I don't really believe that anymore, right? Like I think when we worked through this other belief, it kind of debunked that one for me too. So really the process here, the overview of it is helping to bring awareness, helping your client to understand what these beliefs are, how they are holding them back, and then taking the time to really help them debunk these beliefs, rewrite them, and start living their day-to-day life with these new beliefs in place. And I guarantee for you guys, this is going to be so, so transformational for your clients. It's huge. It's powerful work. It is so amazing. And it's amazing to watch your clients go from a place of resistance where they're not wanting to show up to this place of feeling empowered and ready to take action. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can always get a hold of us by email at hello at mindbodycoachingacademy.com or you can get in touch with us on Instagram at Emma Gould, E-M-M-A-G-O-U-L-D dot C-O over there on Instagram and you can get a hold of us there, ask any questions. And if you guys want the actual tangible um, materials, I have worksheets and resources to go along with all of these different methodologies and that really go into the details. This is exactly what we share in all of our courses at the Mind Body Coaching Academy. So if you guys are interested in any of those, head over to our website, mindbodycoachingacademy.com and check out what we have to offer and see what topics you might be interested in and which courses might be right for you. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Go out there, help your clients break through this resistance, start achieving the goals that they are destined to achieve. You are such an amazing coach. And sometimes we just need a little bit of direction on how to help our clients work through the toughest parts of their journey. So you are doing amazing work. Keep it up. I love you guys so, so much. And I will talk to you all in the next episode. Okay. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Health Coaches Classroom. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a quick five-star rating and short review on what it is that you love about our show. If there was something in this episode that truly spoke to you, be sure to take a quick screenshot of you listening and post it over on your Instagram stories, tagging us at Health Coaches Classroom so that we can share what you took away from this episode with our community and with yours. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.